0: Life's Uncertain Journey. Welcome and good evening, everyone. This is Life's Uncertain Journey's weekly podcast, and we're recording for Tuesday, February the 28th, 2023. And uh, we want to welcome those of you that uh, are probably joining us on Facebook those watching via our YouTube channel. We also want to welcome those of you who are downloading this episode of our uh, podcast episode from uh, one of our uh, podcast venues. Thank you so very much for joining us. Um, we'd like to ask if uh, you don't mind uh, putting any comments that you may have or questions. Um, and we'd be more than happy to get back with you. It'll automatically come to our email address. Um, I want to also welcome our live Zoom studio guests that are here with us tonight. Uh, my name is Nadine Davis, and I'm, I'm, I'm hosting tonight, but I'm not alone. I have uh, my life uh, Life's Uncertain Journeys podcast team. Ladies, wait. I know y'all are hiding, but let, let folks know who you are. Um, our podcast team is here with me tonight. Thank God for each and every one of them. Uh, they kind of help keep me straight. And um, I just want to thank you, sisters, for coming. Um, but before I go on, to um, I'm going to ask uh, Sister Dorothy to please uh, cover our pra- our podcast tonight with prayer before we get started.
1: Father God, we come to the throne of grace. We come thanking you for this day. We thank you for taking care of us all this all the day long. Thank you from early this morning to this present time. We ask you to cover this podcast with your your blessings and your prayers and help us while we're on this podcast that everyone could be able to hear something on this podcast that they could take with them. And Lord, we actually bless the speaker be with them. We can take this word and hide it in our heart that we you know, can use it later on in life today. And somewhere we can find some truths that we can take with us. Lord, just thank you for this day. Thank you for every word that will come forth tonight and bless everybody that's on this podcast and bless their homes. We access in Jesus name. We pray.
0: Amen. Thank you, father. Amen. Um, As always, um, it's our mission to engage uh, our listeners in some real talk about these troubled times that we live in. Um, We're also here to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that God will send our way and to possibly disciple those that are ready to follow Jesus in a journey to faith in Christ's likeness. Uh, We count it a privilege and an honor to serve you and the Lord uh, by proclaiming his glorious gospel sharing our testimonies, encouraging one another, and seeking God's face together. And I say that because none of us know everything, you know, but because there are many of us that have the spirit of God in us, you know, each one of us have a little bit of God's wisdom that we can share. So we want to encourage you to please feel free to do that. Um, Know that our conversations are from a biblical perspective. And the reason that is, is because the Bible is where the truth comes from. We thank God for all the other sources of information that are provided, but we know that the final say so about everything is written in his word. And uh, as a matter of fact, 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 explains it this way. It says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we're wrong and teaches us to do what is right. And God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. Yes, we are thoroughly convinced that God is the only one with all the answers, and He has written them in His book called the Bible. So that's where we go. That's the source of our our truth. Uh, we want to also encourage you to please participate in the conversation. Don't be shy. And don't let the devil rob you of an opportunity to give him a black eye. You see, Revelations 12, 11 says that we overcome Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. The blood of the lamb has already been provided. But the testimony is ours to give. Every born again child of God has a testimony that they can use against Satan. It also confirms that God is real and that he is working in the lives of his children. So feel free to share your comments, testimonies. If you got questions, you need clarity on anything, don't be inhibited to, to you know, to not say anything. But um, this is a, a a space where you can be you can share and you can feel free to share. Um, and uh, we thank God that he's been allowing us to do this now since 2018. So uh, we we know that oftentimes God gives a word of encouragement. And sometimes it's for somebody that's listening or somebody that's, that's uh, downloading, the pop, whichever it is, don't hold back. Let the Lord use you. Um, and know this. God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, that whoever would believe in him would not perish. But have everlasting life. That's John three sixteen, and mostly everybody know it. Saved and unsaved folk know that passage of scripture, but most people don't uh, know uh, what the scripture means. They don't really understand that it is the gospel or the good news that God wants every one of His creation to know. It tells us about what He did for us. You see, God created us, and He knows that we're in trouble. He knows we mess up, but he's not designed to destroy us or to kill us or to swat us with a fly swatter every time we do something wrong. No, we're ignorant and often we pray for demonic forces that are really too subtle for us to humanly detect and too powerful for us to spiritually overcome. We don't know these things. I know when I first came to faith, I didn't understand all that kind of stuff. But it, was, it didn't mean that it didn't happen. It was going on and I was a, a prey to it because there was nothing I could do. So God sent us a champion, his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus came to deal with our sin. He actually took the weight or the punishment for our sin against his father. He also came to die in our place because his father said that every soul that sins must die. That's us. Believe it or not, all of us have sinned. That's what the Bible said. All have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. But God doesn't want to destroy the whole world. He didn't put us here to destroy us. No, he put us here with a purpose in us. So Jesus wants to help us to be reconciled to our father by his sacrifice. He paid the price so that we could be reunited with the father. He also came to destroy the works of the devil. Because he comes against us. He also imparted us with power to overcome Satan. And finally, he came to give us new life. This new life is both abundant and eternal. When our bodies give out on us, we don't die. The Bible says when we're absent from our bodies, we go straight into the presence of the Lord. Now, we don't understand why God loves us like that. But you know what? He does because we belong to him. So beloved, let us just tell you some more about this great salvation that the creator has for you by emailing us at journey at gmail.com. We love to hear from you, answer any questions that you may have, and definitely want to share with you more of what God has provided for you. Uh, Also, I wanted to share with you that in 2016, I wrote a book. It's called Life's Uncertain Journey. One woman's battle for her sanity, her marriage, and her family, and um, the Lord has used uh, that to open doors of opportunity for us to share um, our testimonies, and He has um, also used it to um, bind up some broken hearted. So I did. My life as a young young mother and wife was just horrible, and it was because I didn't know God, but um, God didn't leave it that way. He, he actually came after me. And so that's what my story is about. It's about how he showed up in my life unannounced and uninvited because I was an atheist. I didn't believe that God was real, but he did prove to me that he's not only real, but that he loves us. And so I want to share that story with you. It's available on Barnes and Noble, Amazon, if you're interested. And um, the mission of our podcast, as I mentioned earlier, is to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, which alone has the power to save. it is a message that God is desiring all men and women to hear. It is our mission to carry out that great commission of proclaiming the gospel and making disciples. And so what we do, we have a disciple me study. That we conduct with those that are ready to surrender their lives and follow Jesus. And we'll come alongside them and walk them through a one on one mentoring journey to faith and spiritual growth, hopefully, until Christ is formed in them, which is sometimes called spiritual formation, but God is the one that does the transformation. As disciples and followers of Jesus, we are expected to grow and learn how to also make disciples. And so that's what that study is about. If you're interested, Use the same email, journey at gmail.com, and we'll be more than happy to get you registered. Uh, Reach out also if you just need prayer or you just need a listening ear, just email us. We'll get back with you. And for those of you that might be interested, my husband and I host a weekly Bible study on Thursdays at 7 o'clock p.m. It's called New Beginnings. Uh, We're currently in Hebrews. And if you're interested and you're free and you want to join us, just visit us at charlottechristianfellowship.org, and you'll find a link to the Bible study there. So, um, I also wanted to ask if there are any new listeners joining us tonight. If so, would you please say hello? Or if you're on Facebook, you can write a comment, and we'll we'll see it and share it with everybody. But uh, I guess we got the regular gang here tonight, Cheryl.
2: Yes, ma'am, it looks like it. I don't see any new folk this evening. Okay. I was trying well. to get I was trying to get someone new to, to list at least listen in on YouTube, but um I don't see
0: that they have joined yet. So Okay, that's quite all right. That's quite all right. Well, we are um so very happy that uh, God has pr- pr- provided this venue for us to be able to fulfill his mission in our lives. Each and every one of these women have and either come through discipleship or through our Women Who Overcome Ministry. Uh, we've got um, our own uh, Carmen Murray. She is the executive director for women, for the Women Who Overcome Ministry. Um, is she back on? Carmen, did you want to share anything about the ministry?
3: Hello, I am here. I can't come on uh, video because... Okay. It keeps going in and out, Um, but just like you said, you know, the women who overcome is about um, equipping women um, through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And all of us have our own story to tell and how becoming one with Jesus has um, helped us to overcome the strongholds that, you know, we we were holding on to, we didn't even know. And I know for me personally, it's just been um, amazing. Um, I've gone on to disciple young ladies. Um, I invited some of them tonight. I don't see them, but hopefully they'll join next week. But, um, yeah, it's just an amazing group of women, um, that just love on one another. So, um, just reach out to us. Definitely reach out to us.
0: Amen. Thanks darling. Yeah. We are just so, um, so blessed to have, uh, this relationship that we have. Our sisters come alongside one another, encouraging one another. And uh, many of many of um, um our sisters have their own, uh they're either launching their their ministry, they found their purpose that God has for their lives and stepping out on faith. And uh, some of, some of us are, uh, you know, just still waiting for the Lord to reveal that to us. But, I, I wanted to introduce Melissa, uh, Lopez tonight. She didn't expect me to do this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And that is, I wanted to announce that, uh, she also, um, will be hosting a, um uh, a podcast. And so, um, Melissa, tell us about your podcast.
4: Yes. Can you guys see me? Yep. Okay, so my podcast, it's called "Um the Healing Project, and it's about just God and the amazing things that he can do in your life while you're suffering, and how you can see, you know, um, how you can really feel the peace of God mm-hmm. um, in your life when you're going through so much. Um, I'm in the middle of a lot of, like, a little chaos right now things things have gotten a little you know worse in my situation but can I just say that God's peace is so perfect yeah it is so perfect and I I can't explain it to you um and and that's that's what my my podcast is about is just like being able to endure you know and being able to see God's hand in your life Yes. in the midst of everything that you're going through and um i basically put it out every week um i have two episodes out um it's really amazing because it's very raw and it's transparent and i cry sometimes cuz i'm emotional it is what it is um and you know it's i invite you guys to 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 just listen to it it's on spotify and um I just want to share with you guys something really quick. So everything has been like just intense in the past couple days, you know, Miss Nadine. Yes, I know. Can I just say that God has me like in this little bubble? (laughs) I'm serious. I feel it. He has me in this bubble. I can't, it, it's his presence. Like, it's mm-hmm. his yes. He has me in this bubble yes. where I'm able to, like, see everything coming at me and be able to smile. Because it's not anything I'm doing.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I'm leaning on Christ. And that is the most important thing, which is it's so it's so funny how we're talking about idolatry, right? And like sometimes even idolatry can be your flesh. You know, you can idolize your flesh to the point that you don't care Mm. about what you do to anyone who you hurt. Number one, not honoring God because of your flesh. Mm. And so I am just so grateful to God that he is in my life yeah, and I can encourage women to keep moving forward and to be able to allow God to just transform their whole entire life. If they would just submit to him.
0: <clears throat> Amen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening. What was the name of the podcast?
4: Uh The healing project. The healing can, project.
2: Can you drop it a link to it or hold on hold, on? hold on. Hold on, hold on, Techie. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wherever we
4: be without her, huh? You know. Yeah, hold on a second. Give me a minute. I gotta figure that one out.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, just let yeah. us know whenever. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's wonderful, and um, I, I get so full and excited because um, you know, from from my from my uh, p- uh, place, I get to see. Uh, the hand of God working in the lives of these young women. And it just always encourages me to press on sharing the gospel, reaching as many of God's daughters as we possibly can. Um, there's stories that these young ladies could tell you that make your hair stand on your head. I mean, just how God has brought them through. And I'm telling you, they're some very tumultuous things, but there hunger and their thirst for God is like nothing I've ever seen before. And I'm just so grateful to God for them. So grateful for the sacrifice that they're yielding their lives to God. They're letting God use them. They don't know everything, you know, but that's not their point. Their point is the little bit that they know or that they've learned, they're willing to share with other women. So I thank God for you ladies. Thank you so very much. Thanks, Melissa, for sharing. Welcome. And um uh we have uh just such great testimonies uh, to share that um you know one of these days we're gonna take Not take here. a portion of our time out to let some of you all share some of your testimonies. All righty. So um moving right along, um oh hey Kelly and Alicia, These are two of my, two, two of two of our newbies. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Um, we're so entrenched, beloved, in in this thing called idolatry in so many ways that we can't even see or recognize it. You know why? Because we've been living at it so long. I mean, it's just become a way of life for us. And it's unfortunate, but we thank God for the truth. You see, our parents were born in Babylon. That's what they call this place. You know, it's a uh, it's. It goes without saying that there are all kinds of idolatry and idols that we even grew up with. We were born here. And um, we have a Babylonian culture that all of us grew up in. And we remember how it started and we remember how, how God showed up and how he's beginning to help us to come out of that. It's not something that we're going to be able to do on our own. We're going to need his help, just like the first church Israel did. You see, this isn't new to God. God knew that there was this this, uh, opportunity for Satan to kind of lure us away from from God and into these different kinds of uh, idol worship and lies that he has perpetrated against mankind from the get-go, but God has provided a way out. And the other thing that makes it difficult in so many areas is that even most of our churches were birthed in Babylon. And most of them have embraced many of its idolatrous practices and talking to us. <laughs> you know, oh Father, thank you for your word. Yeah, we have to learn how to be uh, Bereans and go back and check the scriptures for yourself. Don't just take what you hear either on this podcast in a Sunday morning service. I mean, take down your notes and go back and check and see whether what you heard is what it is. Because I promise you, as Jesus warned his disciples, the signs of the end of the age is marked by deception. He started out when his disciples asked him, Lord, how will we know uh, when you're returning and the sign of the end of the times?" And his first response, don't let any man deceive you. And so because we have these factors working against us, you know, we have to um, get in God's word because that's where all the answers is. That's what truth is. And God wants us to know the truth because it's the truth that's going to keep us free. So, um, I wanted to ask if someone would read Second Corinthians, uh, chapter six, verses fourteen through eighteen, and let us know what um, what version you're you're, you're reading from.
6: Second Corinthians chapter six verse. What'd you say, Mama? Verse.
0: I'm sorry, verses uh, 14, excuse me, 14 through 18.
6: Okay, I'm coming from ESV. Okay. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with... Bilal? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever what agreement has a temple of God with idols For we are the temple of the living God as God said I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my people therefore go out from their midst and be separate from them says the Lord and touch no unclean thing then I will welcome you and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty.
0: Amen. I want us to look at that. There's a lot there. And I know that oftentimes you people have used this passage of scripture as it relates to marriage, that you don't want to marry someone that is not in the faith. Um, but it goes a little bit beyond that it's not only talking about in our marital relationships, it's talking about in our personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And so this may be a little tricky for some people. And the reason I say that is because, you know, God tells us that we're supposed to love everybody. And that's exactly what we should do. We don't have, we can't point fingers at nobody. Yet, we've got to understand what this, means do not be yoked together with unbelievers. Anybody got any idea what that might mean? Do not be yoked together with unbelievers.
3: Well, my um experience is um, having friends that are outside of the, not believers, not true believers. But if I do go somewhere with them, I'm set apart. Even in that, in the midst of them, meaning we go to a shopping mall, um, their light's not going to shine. My light shines.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: We, we're just different. Uh, we respond to things differently. And, you know, they under they respect that now. They respect not asking me to go to places that they know I'm, I'm not going to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the old Carmen and the new Carmen is, is here and here to stay. And they understand that. So I think it's, it's um, you know, because we have those long, lifelong friends, um, but it is just about standing firm in who you are in Christ and they respect that. And if they, then you have to
0: cut them, cut them off and continue to pray for them.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. And we have the privilege of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with them because our friendship is wonderful. but we also have a testimony and I was sharing that with you all early. every born-again child has a testimony that can be used to encourage somebody to follow Jesus. I mean you don't have to take the Bible and beat them over the head with it. You can just tell them what God has done for you and out of you know you know pray that God will touch their hearts with your testimony. Mm -hmm. anyone else it's it's basically not doing what they
4: do that's right you know not Mm -hmm. doing what they do and 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 it even goes further than that you know um watching what comes out of your mouth um and I really do think that there's no mistake um with having unbelievers in your life Mm
3: -hmm.
4: there's no mistake um because you know there's there's purpose in that and yeah, exactly. it's an opportunity to be able to, to, um, allow them to see God in you, mm-hmm. not you in God, but the God in you,
3: uh,
0: right.
4: and being able to encourage them to have faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's what Jesus did. You remember the, uh, the Pharisees used to make fun of him and said, you know, as a matter of fact, Jesus said, um, um, you know, John the Baptist came with you know sackcloth and 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 uh, and they talk bad about him, and here Jesus comes and they call him a sinner. He uh, a a man that hangs out with sinners, you know, and wine bibbers, you know. But um, the truth about what Jesus did in those kinds of um, atmosphere and opportunities is that he was God, and he. Let them know," he said. "I didn't come to 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 uh, to heal the the well, but I came for the sick. Jesus came to reach the lost, mm-hmm. and most of them they didn't know that they were lost because they were they were uh, Abraham seed. But our witness says something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, anyone else?
1: Yeah, Miss Nadine, I want to yes. y'all. Y'all know I'm just a study of God's word, so I usually park on one little word. That's <laughs> good. This, little, this little word is so powerful. It's do not be yoked. So the the question I have is, what y'all think yoke means? Because it's, it's it's saying to us, don't be yoked. Very good, it's Unbelievable. Yeah, so. Defin- definitely. we're describing behavior but he's saying don't do don't be yoked there's a thing about he doesn't want us to do so what does yoke mean to y'all
6: it's like couple or attach yourself to something or being being mixed with
1: okay well he does tell us to be in the world but not other world so we we out there so i hear you miss melissa but yeah it's kind <laughs> of to, to be in the world with folks that ain't believe us because
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> well well and i think i think mixed with It goes further than that, right? So, like, he's not saying you can't hang out with them, right? It just goes back to, like, don't be like them. And don't attack them or accuse
6: them. um, Because the second definition is attack, especially by strangling. So, don't attack or don't judge or don't, you know, we can be really opinionated about a situation or something like that, especially if we strongly believe that we are the right one. So, I Mm -hmm. think also attacking someone.
2: I think also if I think of that, the word yoke um, think in the time period, it was used for the oxen or the animals. And so you um, it's usually for two of them together, right? So the two and, and you could control them and they are together plowing or do whatever oxen do back in the day. Right. But they're together. So I would think based upon that, that, image that you don't want to go along with and work and work mm-hmm. towards the same things that they're working or condoning and 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 um, signing up and, and doing the things that they do um maybe for an example we could say um and this is just where my mind is tonight but um you don't want to promote ill behavior. Right, so if there's someone that is your friend, Carmen was mentioning, your friend is somebody who likes to go um and do illicit behavior. Well, you don't want to go along with them and, and and follow along with them and 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 do that illicit behavior as well. So um, I think it's joining in with them and con- and, and and continuing their their foolishness or their bad behavior. You don't want to join in with that. Yeah, that's Perfect. absolutely correct. Perfect. But yoke is you're right. It's that it's that wooden thing back in the day, but
1: you can't have two people attached to the same thing going right. in different directions. Whatever attaches you, you are going to go in that same direction. <laughs> so that's this is right. the subtlety, right? Of, of of hanging out. He tells us to be in the world, but not of the world. The caution or it's like, okay, where are you attaching yourself? Because wherever the conversation goes, you're gonna go at some point. Um mm-hmm. and and uh, so yeah, being tethered too.
2: Yes, is another word, right? Mm-hmm. Being yeah. tethered
1: too. So mm-hmm. so let me ask y'all another real hard question, Miss Dean. You just get yourself back on Come track, on, baby. This. Come on with it's it. So yummy. So what about family that are non-believers? Woo! <laughs> hey, family.
4: they um, my family. family. <laughs> uh, well, y- you, you know what I um and that's actually what I'm going through right now.
3: I think we all are in some yeah. In it, fact, it, and we it, just have to be
2: um what's the word I'm looking for? I think you need to draw the line, Carmen. Yeah. Yes. You have to have to draw yes. the line. That's an um that's what Tony Evans talked about mm-hmm. in um the video that Nadine set out. But go ahead, I'm mm-hmm. sorry to, to cut you well, off. Well, and also
3: it's um it's about being bold, you know. Mm-hmm. When you're having conversations with your family, um, these are family that you absolutely love, you know, I mean, you grew up with them. They're, you know, you're attached to women by blood, but you have to be bold and be, um, mom always says, um, you have to be honest and sometimes it's going to hurt and you have to just, just put it out there and, You know, when I go back to the yoke, um, Jan, you're Mm -hmm. right, two that are yoked together cannot be pulled in the same direction. And so when I think about myself as a believer of the world, but not in the world, it is our um, commandment to find, find those that are lost and disciple and witness to them. And you'll find that they will come along with you. I've had that experience. Nicole talked about it at the conference where I sat on her desk um, and we had a conversation. And next thing I know, she she's at Still Creek. You know, it just you have to be bold about who you are and don't and unapologetic. Unapologetic. You cannot apologize for what you believe because we are believing in the truth. And that is the gospel of Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, and that's really good, Carmen, and that's beautiful. But not, and um, that uh, Nicole and others see the light, and then they decide that they want to accept Christ as their Savior. But then there are other family members that don't want to have anything to do with it, even if you are being bold, even if you are speaking. And then um, it's a matter of how do you how do you relate? Because even if you talk about it. You know the word talks about when you talk about the things of, of Christ, it sounds foolish to unbelievers. So it's almost like that Charlie Brown teaching one wa, want one want. Wa. That's what you sound like to them. And so it's still loving them, but loving them in a manner that says, I'm drawing the line. I don't want, I don't want to tolerate this, this, and this. I don't want to condone this type of behavior or these types of conversations. Um, I don't, and and just being true to your true to the, to the word, but also letting that person, they have free will. And so loving them from a distance, I guess. Well, or loving, loving them the way.
5: Them. It,
2: Jesus, I would, I would like like to, to say, love them,
1: right?
5: Pardon? Um, yeah. Yeah. Again. Love, yeah. I just like to mention. So I've been in situations like this, like you said, with family members. Um, it's a challenge. Um. Uh. uh it, it is a serious challenge when you subject yourself. The the only thing I can say just make sure that you have the the spiritual maturity. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm not quite sure how to how to put it. Uh, you know. I don't want to offend anybody, but uh, it's it's serious challenges. Um, basically hanging out with people that you, you know what i'm saying that are not christians not saying you should separate yourself from them because like you say you've got to get out in the trenches and do it but i don't think you want to hang out with them uh and if you do like i said make sure that you have that spiritual much mat- so it uh maturity that it doesn't affect you yeah.
0: Yeah. And also know this, there is always prayer. You have the Holy Spirit resident in you. I think we read that when we were talking about, um, you know, God says we're his temple. He abides in us. And I promise you, if you're not uncomfortable about, um, you know, watching your friends go to hell, then you're not going to ever challenge them. And then there's, there's got to be, like Carmen was saying, there's a purpose in you. I can't just be hanging out with uh, worldly friends just for the heck of hanging out. No, there's got to be a purpose to it. Because I love them, I'm going to tell them the truth. I want to tell them the truth. And I have to trust the Holy Spirit to give me the words. Somebody find 2 Corinthians 2 and read verses 4
6: through um, 16. I have it right here if no one else, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Four through 16. It says, For I wrote to you out of much affliction and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to cause you pain. Second, second, second Corinthians 2. Yes. yes said.
1: Said.
6: Verse 14. Oh, 14. Oh,
0: you said four. Yeah. I 14 think, through
6: yeah. 16. I'm sorry. But thanks be to God. Amen. Not like so many peddlers of God's word, but as men of sincerity, as commissioned by God in the sight of God, we speak in Christ.
0: Absolutely. So you see, most worldly people, they cannot tolerate being in the presence of the children of God. They don't like it because we give off a fragrance. That stinks to them, and so they are repelled. If if we are if we are allowing the spirit of the living God to use us the way He created us, it's going to cause a problem. You're not going to go. You're not going to get around it. If you read read the Bible, see what all happened to Peter and Paul and James and John and all those the, the the apostles. You know they they had troubles, and when it comes to our family, listen. Pray. Don't just go hard wild into a conversation and you haven't talked to God about it first. Ask him to temper your conversation in your heart because you still, in, we still in these things. And we're not about going, we're not about uh, going out to offend people, but we want the Holy Spirit to help us. And so we, we, we ask his help. You know, y'all y'all understand what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. And and believe me God wants them to to know him more than you do. And if you are a willing vessel that he can use to reach them, he'll use you. He'll use you. But the point of this particular passage of scripture like being yoked together with unbelievers won't work. And the other part about it that you don't know is what Witness that you know that says if I'm hanging out with a, with a, a a friend of mine and every other word of hers is is, is got this and dag that and all this other kind of stuff and I'm just smiling and going no that's not going to work especially if someone is witnessing that they don't even know how to what you know they don't know what to make of that so there's a reason God is saying you cannot be yoked. And like the, the example you used, Cheryl, was very good. That yoke means you all are together. You can say you ain't all you want, but that yoke puts you all together. Yeah. So and- what do righteousness
6: mm-hmm.
0: and wickedness have in common? What about that question? They don't have anything in common. Right? Y'all getting quiet on me? I was, right. I, I was saying absolutely
3: nothing. I was then I sat here. I'm like, Are you gonna come out with something different and profound? <laughs>
0: huh? Are they gonna do what?
3: Were, were you gonna come out with something different and, and profound when you ask the question of what's
0: the, you know what does right? Oh yeah. No no, 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 no profoundness. No profoundness. Just truth. True. Just asking how it is that we can. Uh, possibly uh you know misunderstand what the scriptures is trying to convey to us about our associations and it's still back to that topic of living in Babylon being coming up in a culture where you know you know we tolerate everything people some people can stand people blaspheming God's name in their in their company I can't stand it I can't I don't know about y'all, but it just, just bugs me. But and I know,
6: always say. say it again, honey. One of the things that I noticed about the Holy Spirit, too, when you walk in um, in agreement with him or in alignment, I should use, is that when you encounter someone, whether it's family, friends or just anyone, especially with the cussing. I know I went through a period of cussing. I had a potty mouth. But now I don't cuss. And then I'm interacting or having a conversation or trying to with someone. Every other word out their mouth is a cuss word, and my spirit cringes. Yeah. And at some point I start shutting down, like, so the Holy Spirit lets you know that this is not, you're not even, me, you know, you y'all can't be on the same thing. You're going this way yeah. and they're going that way. So it, he does let you know.
0: Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs>
3: And my experience has been um, the Holy spirit is so strong around you that it convicts them. And they'll say, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry. i you know, out of respect, they know that you don't want to hear that. I'll mm-hmm. just say, I'm sorry. You know, and I'm like, thank you.
5: Mm-hmm. And, and Carmen, I've had that same experience when, like you said, when the Holy spirit dwells within you, they recognize that and, a lot of times they won't even do things around you. And like you said, if they do, if they curse, and I'm, I'm like, Nadine, curse, if you curse, just don't, I can't tolerate them using God's name. That just, yeah. you know, I just cannot tolerate that. Uh, and I've had conversations with people. It's like, hey, you curse, but one thing, don't do it around me, is use God's name and name.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good. We we do um recognize that um you know the spirit of the living God that dwells within us um is not the only reason that they 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 know it has to do with the fact that they know who we represent. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Because exactly. the, the the Holy Spirit uh indwells us, but if there is no evidence. They don't know nothing about a Holy Spirit. If there's no evidence of your lifestyle of of, of a lifestyle of of uh, following Jesus Christ, then the Holy Spirit can't help you in that area. These people have to they have to know that that she's a woman of God. She she teaches Bible study. Well, she's you know she's a you know she follows Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? There have to be evidence of that.
5: Most definitely
0: yeah, yeah. And because if you if, go yeah, ahead, it
5: there's evidence that's that's exactly why you know what i'm saying they want to that's do right it. there's evidence that you are a child of god that's yeah. right and you that's let right. it be known no matter who you come in contact with yes and sometimes you
6: don't have to let them know it's just your your action the fruit exactly. the fruit that's being displayed yeah. because yeah. I that when they start cussing they say i'm sorry i'm sorry without me even saying anything, that doesn't mean I'm not going to preach about it, but they apologize. I don't even have to say anything, but it's something exactly. that my life has, because I don't engage in the same conversations no more. Right. Um, right. I'm with them. I instantly, when someone is speaking, like it's been a lot that every, everything is down, down, down. And I used to get on that downward spiral with them. But now it's like, when you speak down, I, but God is good. You still standing, right? Right. Press your way through. Yeah, you got food. You got a roof over your head. You got something to smile about. You got people that's out there that don't have none of that. Preach. So your life can't be that bad. You need to look around. I. So I just bad. say when it comes to family, friends, anybody you encounter, because there is going to be testing where people are going to just speak neg- negative because they don't, they can't love and appreciate the things that they have. We are so spoiled that when we got a little, we want more and more and more and more. We just cannot get enough. But we got to realize at some point that God is enough. Yeah. We don't need nothing else. We don't have to worship these and worship that and worship your flesh and decorate it all up. He is enough. Yeah. So you carrying wherever you go. You know I'ma go on a tangent. I'm sorry. I know it. I know it. That's why I say, preach, girlfriend. Just go right ahead. And the truth
0: of the matter is, is that essence. It isn't. It isn't. Um, it isn't something that you can manufacture. If you know what I mean, the Holy Spirit is real, and he has the, he has the power to confirm. Uh, you know that you're his own. The Bible even says that that our spirit testifies with the Holy Spirit that we're we're, we're sons and daughters of God. So that is. Um, That's good. So I think we did. We understand that and how that impacts even our families. Like I said, you don't have to go beat them upside the head with the Bible. You can love them with the truth. The truth is sufficient. Yes. The truth is able to uh, do its own work in somebody's heart. Mm -hmm. I I think I told you all. um, Last. I don't know if I told you not, but last last Sunday, I had um, such a rich time with my 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 kids. Um, you know, just talking about the goodness of God and, and things like that. And I was really grateful to God that they had some challenging questions, you know, about some of the things that are going on in this world and how it impacts them and their families and things like that. But you know, um it was it was infused with the Holy Spirit's um grace, if you know what I mean. And we were we were on the phone for two and a half hours talking about goodness of the Lord and talking about the times that we live in and how we, you know, don't want to be deceived and things like that. I mean, I, we've never talked that long about Jesus, you know, since we moved down here, but it was very rich. Yeah. But, um, Nadine, but that's what can I
2: acknowledge like. the two people who are on YouTube listening um, to yeah. our live chat? So we've got um, Carrie White and Nadine Nibbs, um Nadine.
0: listening. Yes. Yeah. Hey family. <laughs> Nadine, you know you're supposed to be on this live podcast tonight. <laughs> Bless your heart. Glad you all could join us. <laughs> and um, if you got any comments, put them in the uh put you know anything to share, put it in the comments. They
2: did. So Nadine, she commented on the definition of yoke. So she had um don't be joined together and don't go in the direction they're going in.
0: So that was Nadine. Very good. Um very good, excellent, wonderful, praise God. Well, the point of what um, Paul was attempting to uh, share with the uh, New Covenant Church in, in, in Corinth was the fact that this what they are what they were experiencing was not something new, and we've got to realize that what God is asking of us. Is not anything new either. Our testimony and our um, interaction with the world is is important because we have an obligation to be able to walk in the truth where people can see that. Because if not, and if we get ourselves entangled into the the ways and the tendencies and the practices of this world. What kind of testimony is that going to be? I know um, Janice sent me a, a text um, that, I mean, and um, a video that was very good. And I, I'm going to put it in the comments for you guys um, where, um, the uh, what's her name? Uh, Jackie Hill Perry was asking questions mm. about Christians going to see Beyonce. Mm. And the ramifications of what all of that could mean in the life of a of of, of a of a Christian, yeah. but our culture, this um, what what Tony Evans calls this uh, uh, idolatry culture, is what we grew up with. You know what I'm saying? And so we kind of mix in a little bit of both worlds when we when when it's convenient for us. You know what I'm saying? That we we claim we go to church and we claim we love God. You know, but we'll cut up every now and time, every now and then with oh, you know, we'll 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 do some things that are kind of questionable, you know, not maybe not outright um uh sin, but you know, coming, coming real close to the line. And I say that because that's that's our culture. I mean, that's what we do. But God is the one who's who wants to deal with our hearts through his word to help us to understand that we got to be careful. We got to be careful because we're no match for the subtle one, for the tempter, for the liar. Okay, and so we don't want to get entangled in his stuff. Paul proclaimed um, this particular message in his day, but he received it from a time prior in, in the history of Israel. And you see, we we were talking about that some time ago, about the things that happened to Israel happened as an example for us not to follow, right? Remember? And so God intends for us to remember that because it is so critical. Israel didn't pay him, God, any attention and and they fell. It cost them uh, their walk with God. And so um, I want to go to. I think it is Deuteronomy seven. I think it is. Let me see. Yes. Uh, Deuteronomy seven, which is uh, the word that Moses gave to the people uh, when God was, you know, was going to take them into the promised land. And uh, I'm going to read here from the new living translation. I'm going to start at verse one. And the Lord says, when the Lord your God brings you into the land that you are about to enter and occupy, he's talking about the promised land that he promised them, the land that flows with milk and honey. He's going to clear away many nations ahead of you. Okay. And then he names them Hittites, Gergeshites, and all of them represent, you know, some kind of ideology or whatever it is like that. But these seven nations, he says, are greater and more numerous than you. In other words, you're no match for them, mm-hmm. okay? And so in the same token, we have to understand that our flirting with some of the, uh, the idols that this world acknowledges or honors, we don't know what we're messing with, in other words. And we need to be mindful of that. He says, when the Lord, your God, hands these nations over to you, you've got to conquer them. You see, yeah. God didn't say, when I hand them over to you, I'm going to conquer them for you. That's not what he said in verse two. He says, you have to completely destroy them you cannot make any treaties with them and you are to show them no mercy he says in verse 3 you must not intermarry with them don't let your daughters or your sons marry their daughters and sons you see how serious god was with this uh with his people about their intermingling with these nations these foreign nations because god knew that these nations had other gods they had uh, other things and if 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 israel goes in there hobnobbing with them people they are gonna fall and that's what he wants us to know that we we got to be mindful that all this hobnobbing with the world and with the idols of this world can be troublesome for us in verse 4 he goes on to say For they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. That's their warning. That's our warning. Okay. So it's not a little trivial, nice thing to talk about kind of a topic. It goes to what the same message, because God hasn't changed, right? He hasn't changed. And so... He wants us to understand this concept for our day. And he goes on to tell him that if that happens, if if y'all wound up worshiping these other gods, then guess what? My anger is going to burn against you. You don't want that to happen, especially when it's not necessary. You see what I'm saying? You got to break. He says, break down. All these altars, these these. Idol, idol, idolatrous relationships that we might have with the world. We've got to do that. God will reveal them to us, but it's going to be up to us to sever those ties because of what God said it can do to us. Let's go over to Colossians. The New Testament, which I believe is almost like a direct uh, correlation between what he told the first church um and what he's telling us today and colossians 3 okay and uh let's see and that's re- and read verses 1 um through 7 someone anyone Colossians three verses one through seven. And tell me if you hear any essence of what God said to uh, to Israel in these in this passage. Um, oh,
2: go ahead. I got it. Um, I'm, I have the NIV. OK. Um, Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God set your minds on things above and not on earthly things for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, The wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge in the image of its creator.
0: That's right. Does that sound similar to what he was saying? He's not calling Hittites, Jebusites, parasites and all that, but he's listing those things, those motivations that can come along and uh, and cause us some, some problems. And he's letting us know that we have to deal with those things. He doesn't say, I'm going to put to death these things in your life. He tells you, you have to do it. The same thing. You know, he says, you got to mortify the deeds. He says in verse five, put them to death. Okay. And that was, that's what we have to do. So being able to uh, understand the heart of God as it relates to this idolatrous world that we live in. We want to be mindful that we're not yoking up ourselves with unbelievers, that we're not flirting with the ideologies of this world, that there, if there are people that we know are following in a path that does not lead to righteousness, we don't need to be hanging out with those people unless God assigned you to reach them for the cross. That's another That's another reason you want to be in their face because you want to share, tell them about God, tell them about Jesus was eight o'clock already yes ma'am yeah well listen any um any uh comments questions that you may have before we close out about this particular topic okay well i'm going to um if you'll go to uh the youtube channel our youtube channel i will put the link in there for the um uh, what's her name okay. Perry's uh, her talk about I um she calls it wisdom uh, you know us being able to exercise wisdom in the choices that we're making and the people that we're hanging out with the things that we're doing which is a lot that's of it. Jackie
1: I, Perry that's who you were
0: trying to say that's who, yeah that's that's yeah. her name <laughs> I'm sorry mm. thanks Jen yeah amen mm. okay well praise God ladies thank you all for joining us tonight we're gonna go ahead and close out close us out to Wanda
6: please. Father God, thank you for bringing us together again today. Even the new followers that came in and watched, Father God, I hope that they experienced you, Father God, some truth to their heart, Father God. Mm -hmm. Let them know that you love them and that we love them and we welcome them, Father God. Thank you. Thank you for the rich word, the, the nuggets of truth that you give us each and every time we come together, Father God. It is only you that continues to draw us in this way, Father God, so we thank you, we thank you for who you are, we thank you just for your love, Father God, and and your guidance, and everything that you do for us, Father God, and our families, as we prepare to separate and go to bed, Father God, help us to take you with us, help us to just rejoice about who you are, Father God, if nothing else, just giving you thanks for just being alive, for breathing your air, Father God, thank you, thank you, that's all these things in Christ Jesus' name, I pray, amen.
0: Amen. Amen, sis. Amen. Thank you so
6: very much. Amen. Family, thank
0: you all so very much, ladies. God bless good. you. Until next week, God keep you, and we will see each other again. Lord willing in the creek, don't rise. Yeah, Father, amen. amen. Love, Love for you all. Good all right. Good night. Have a great evening. Hey there, Stephanie. Good night. Hello, Miss Lady. Thank you. Glad you could join us, darling. Hey, El Nora. Hey, good. Glad you could join us. Hey Alicia, God bless you, darling. You God doing bless okay? You too. Yes, ma'am. Good. Yes. Good. All
6: Thank
0: right. You. Good night, Denise. Good, good night. Love y'all.
3: Love y'all.